How do you make sure you don't waste the child tax credit advance payment? Keep listening and find out. Welcome to the Wallet Win Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. Hey there, we want to take you on a date. That's right. We've rounded up some of our closest personal finance friends for a night of marriage and money. It's the marriage and money date night, and it is tonight, June 13th. We'll pick you up on Zoom around 6. You can sign up now. It's totally free at marriageandmoneydatenight.com. We'll see you there. The temptation whenever we get a chunk of change, a windfall, a raise. A $5 bill. A $5 bill you found in your pocket. The Mm -hmm. temptation is to spend up to what you just received, if not a little bit over. A little bit more. And that is uh, what people call and refer to as lifestyle creep. Ooh, gives me the creepies. Lifestyle creep. Kind of the American way, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) I got a raise. All right, the $250 a month increase I'm going to get means I get to go out and, oh, I can get a car payment $250 more than that car payment because now I have room in the budget. Mm. That is how lifestyle creep happens. It's a very common temptation, very real thing that you have to guard yourself against. And I want to talk about these advance payments that are coming with the child tax credit. Because it could get pretty creepy, right? Depending on how many kids you got. Creepy is in lifestyle creepy. Yeah. So, I mean, depending on how many kids, right? It's it's what two hundred two what two fifty or three hundred dollars per kid Mm -hmm. that you could be getting each month Mm -hmm. for the next three months. Six months. Six months. What am I saying? I think I was thinking in my head that we have three kids. Because I was saying for us, we've got three, three children. Would be with their ages, like Mm eight fifty a month or something, something something like that. So, and we're just an average family. So, if you had a bigger than our average family, it means more dollars. And the temptation could be, ooh, I could. This is this is just free money coming to me that you know, can go to anything. Mm-hmm. Let's sign up for a vacation. Let's do this or that. This thing we wouldn't normally do otherwise, given our actual circumstances in life. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it because this money's coming and we don't know if it'll ever come again. I thought you said it really well. You said it's free money. It's like, well, I wouldn't have had it otherwise. I wouldn't normally be having this money. So what's the big deal if I use it, I buy it, I buy something or I waste it, it kind of doesn't really go that well. Well, no big deal. It was fake money almost. It was right, free money. Exactly. Nothing out of my pocket. No worse off than I was before. Mm-hmm. That is a very real temptation. And we're going to talk about a few ways that you can protect yourself from falling into that trap. Yes. I'm already feel sick in my stomach to how many families are going to get this money and it is not going to help mm-hmm. them move the needle in any way, shape, or form. Yes, because this is, yes, of course, you could view it as free money. You could view it as extra money, something you wouldn't normally have had, which it is. You wouldn't normally have this coming into your bank account. 
you didn't have it over the last six months, but you're going to have it for these next six. But it's not just blown in the wind. It's not just, well, I don't know. It doesn't really matter what I do with it. This is like this six-month booster that you've mm-hmm. got. This is an extended, like, holding down L and R to light up your sneakers and hit turbo mode mm-hmm. to go faster and really make it do something for you. This is, I mean, how many times, maybe maybe when you've sat down to do the budget or you're just looking at your bank account, man, oh, if we had a little bit extra money, we could do this or we could, well, we could, we could do that. We could get out of debt faster. We could, we could have that down payment, whatever it is. Here is that extra money that you were waiting for Mm -hmm. back in that moment. It's coming to you now. Yes. And we want this instead of just being uh, something that breezes past you or is sand in your hand that just kind of trickles out. I want this to be a pole vault. Is that the right word? That works. Where it's a a lever that propels you forward towards Mm -hmm. the things that that matter right now for you, the goals that you're working on. I want this to be that accelerator, that booster for you. Yep. And let's dive into just real quick. We've got three, three things, things to make sure, do. three things to think about uh, to make sure you don't waste this money, this chance, this opportunity that you have. So the first one mm-hmm. is to budget this money. Yes. If you are not yet budgeting every single month, this is your perfect chance to start. Mm-hmm. Over on WalletWin.com, we have different budgeting resources. We have different podcast episodes we've done on the skill of budgeting. Yep. We have a free illustrated guide to learning how to budget in five minutes or less. Mm-hmm. Lots of resources. Go ahead. Get started. This is your perfect opportunity. But yes, in if you are someone who has been budgeting, this is not just somebody slipping you a 20, you know, you know, in your birthday card and, ooh, maybe I'll just keep it off the books. I'll just keep it off the books and I won't mm. have to budget it because it's just this secret side money. No, this money's going to come into your account July 15th, August 13th, whatever these random dates were. It was mm-hmm. all 15th yeah. and then one th- Well, because then, then it's a Saturday weekend, or whatever. whatever, yeah. It's coming in. It needs to go right into your budget and be counted as income. Yes, it is income, income that is available for you to make a plan for how you're going to spend it. Yes. So it's you've, you're got to be. It makes you accountable with this money, and it makes sure that it is that booster getting you to wherever it is that you want to go with mm-hmm. your finances right now. Yeah, I mean, we've personally noticed over the years whether it's cash. One of the reasons we hate cash is it's just as good as gone. Mm-hmm. I know some people have the effect where they just can't seem to spend cash because it feels painful. As far as we're concerned, it is it it's the fastest money to move <laughs> out of my hand and into somebody else's. It's so easy to transfer. And I think that that's the case for most mm-hmm. people nowadays that we've turned over into kind of more well, electronic banking. Yeah, and even with cash, even you kind of lose, in some sense, you lose some of it. You go to the store, right? If it's four dollars and 58 cents you spend that on a debit card you've paid four dollars and 58 cents that's what's missing now from your account you put down a fiver now you got this handful of change that you're probably never going to use right so now you've just lost all that extra money it's just anyway cash isn't great. we don't love it 
We're not talking even, about cash. We're not talking about cash. You're going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> if we get maybe a Visa gift card given to us, you know, we spoke at an event or, hey, it was a birthday. We enter that into our budget. Mm-hmm. And we use it for budget Because if we expense. don't, it is just as good as gone or we end up spending it on things that didn't really didn't matter. Didn't move us forward. Didn't we didn't do really anything. value. They were kind of throwaway purchases like... Oh, look, some throw pillows, like things that we wouldn't have normally spent our money on because it was free, fake money Mm -hmm. unattached to our budget. Yes. Any dollar not attached to your budget is going to walk out on you. (laughs) We've learned this the hard way, which is why in our budget in YNAB, we have a category for cash and we have a category for gift cards Mm -hmm. and we make sure that they have accountability in our budget. Yes. And this money... This money that wouldn't have otherwise been there, I would put it in the same category. So you've got... Put it in your income. It's at risk. So label it as income in your budget. Yeah. So it's in your budget. Now, this next thing... So it's not just enough to put it in your budget. You could put it in your budget and go, all right, great. I'm just going to write down that I'm going to waste it. Now I'm going to spend $850 on bonbons or going out to eat or or whatever. Yeah, so you put it in your budget, you're going to track it, Mm -hmm. but that's not enough. The second thing that you need to do to make sure you don't waste this money is that you need to budget towards your current financial goal. Yes. So if you're unfamiliar with that, we teach the four financial phases and the 12 money milestones. They help you know where you are on your financial journey and what your goal is right now. So you should have a goal for your money, whether it's right. getting out of debt, saving for emergencies, saving for a down payment. Investing for your future, saving yes. for kids' college, paying off your mortgage early. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you should have that big financial goal that you're going after right now where you're like, man, you know, where it's, extra. I could put an extra, whatever it is, $700 towards it right now, every month, next six months. Like, wow, that's really going to get me to the finish line that much faster. Exactly. So this money, you can view it as your rocket boost, your rocket fuel mm-hmm. uh, towards the exact thing that you're working on. Yes. If I mean, it's, heck, if we were trying to get out of debt exactly back what in the I was day, say. Uh, see, we're of one heart and mind here. Ooh, baby. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, when we were getting out of debt, if someone had just gave us an extra $800 a month. Mm -hmm. That would have been huge. We would have been out of debt. It would have gone towards getting out of debt. Exactly. It took us seven and a half months and we were busting it. I think had this come our way, we would have out in maybe five or six. Who knows? We had a lot of momentum at the very end there. Yeah. Uh, But it would have really cut our journey down. And if that is you and you're looking at a debt-free date, maybe in early 2022, Pish posh, make it. We can make that late by quarter four of twenty twenty one. Let's mm-hmm. do this, baby. Or if it's even free, maybe you have a ton of of loans or something like that. You're in twenty twenty three. You might be able to pull that sucker down into twenty twenty two because of this. And yeah, it could help you really knock out a big chunk. Yeah, big chunks all at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna help you make a lot of progress. Or if you're working on saving for, uh, you know your start a rainy day fund or maybe your full rainy day fund Mm -hmm. or you're working to bust out of the paycheck to paycheck cycle 
These are significant this chunks of money. This could be huge. This, I mean, it's just, it's a significant chunk of change that is coming your way. Uh, and now, all this to say, if you are struggling to keep a roof over your head, food on the table, gas in the in the car tank, and clothes mm-hmm. on your back, well, that gets funded first. And keep the lights on. Yes, that is your the current financial is, goal. Certainly. Yeah, the assumption is if you are struggling in the basic necessities, well, my goodness, this money is coming and it is going to be such a breath of fresh air because it's going to help you meet all of those things, hopefully, mm-hmm. with what, you know, with the combination of whatever you're bringing in as well. And it's going to take the pressure off and maybe you'll be actually free to make a little bit of progress on something else and you won't be so closed in just feeling like you're just getting by and surviving every month you'll actually have a little bit of wiggle room to do something Mm -hmm. like work on a goal yeah this is your chance to really just hit fast forward toward whatever that goal is Mm -hmm. yeah break paycheck to paycheck cycle get out of debt buy a home save up for a new vehicle whatever it is that you or your family needs right now well, you can address that need uh, a lot sooner. Yeah. I mean, if you're farther down the milestones, let's say you're working on investing for your future or, hey, you want to use this specifically to kind of give your kids college fund like a supercharged power. Well, over the next six months, you could give it a really big boost. And then with the power of compound interest, Mm -hmm. it's just going to reap dividends for your kids or for your retirement down the road. So being intentional, making a plan, not only counting it as income in your budget, but really making sure it's locked, loaded, and it's laser focused towards the current goal you're on is huge. Because it could also, the temptation might be to let it just kind of get watered down in your budget. Mm. 30 bucks here, 100 bucks here, 50 bucks here, 100 bucks there, 150 here. And then all of a sudden, you don't really feel anything measurable anywhere. Yeah. You've kind of, it's like the um, the shotgun approach, right? It was the, it shot out a bunch of pellets, did some damage, but nothing crazy significant. Instead of the handgun approach where it was just direct and did more damage on whatever it was you were working on. I don't even own a gun, so <laughs> apologies for the analogy there. <laughs> if I didn't talk about those right. Um, but I think the uh, the effect is the same. One of the things that we've watched people struggle with over the years is um, doing everything all at once. Mm-hmm. Instead of just picking a priority and just going all in on that. Yes. So we're talking about you, you put this money in the budget you budget it, you, you plan how you're going to spend it in light of your current financial goal. But here's my question, Amanda. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have some money coming in. You've talked about this almost, I think, innate desire. Just kind of go have some fun with it. Right. Can I have some fun with this money? Or am I guess all of it, every single penny goes to my goal? Mm. You know, this is kind of point number three. This is point number three. This is point that number three. That was my segue. That was your segue. <laughs> I, we are kind of of the mind that <clears throat> you should always build in a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. Whether it's 
Yeah, just fun money in your budget while you're trying to get out of debt or you're trying to save for a down payment. Jonathan and I have always had a category in our budget that's just Amanda fun money, Jonathan fun money. Absolutely. Family fun money. You know, we have, hmm. it's kind of, we call it the kiddos category. Entertainment. Entertainment, kiddos, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think you should have some of this go towards that. Just as you would in any budget you should make. Mm-hmm. You should always have a little bit of it go towards something just really fun and light, something that is investing in your relationships, um, going nose to the grindstone and living in that place is the fastest way to kind of have a knee-jerk reaction to giving up. Yes, it is. I like to call it, it's the Oreo for your financial plan, right? You're on, you're on a diet. I'm going to cut out. I'm, I'm going to cut back on, on sweets. I'm not going to have snacks, all this stuff. But maybe you get one Oreo a day. Or you have like a cheat day once yeah. a week. Yeah, and that helps keep you on your plan. Mm-hmm. If I cut everything out, I never have anything delicious or sweet or anything like that. I'm going to stick on that thing for two weeks. And then instead of having one Oreo, I'm going to have one whole Sleeve. box of Oreos <laughs> and a carton of ice cream to wash it all down. Right. I made progress for two weeks. I better reward myself. And now I binge. Or well, forget, forget this. It ain't worth it. I don't care about the progress. Right. Give me the, give me the Oreo. Overcompensate, gain back all the weight, and a couple pounds. Mm, so th- same thing can happen <laughs> with your finances. Uh, this, the, it's, it's too much. You've cut too much out. You're not having any fun. You're not, you know, you know, you cut out everything enjoyable. Um, that's not what we want you to do. We only have right. a little bit of fun. Now we don't want you to now. If you're getting, let's say, seven hundred dollars, you shouldn't increase your fun money. By six hundred dollars, yeah. <laughs> it should not have uh, the progress you made. You still need to remember this is a chance to just go fast to fast forward to throw a big punch at debt to make a big jump forward on a savings goal, whatever it might be for you. This is your chance to do that. And so, yes, maybe you know it's like if you got a seven hundred dollar raise, seven hundred dollar monthly raise at work. Yeah, a. a Part here or there in your budget, maybe you you budget for one more trip to Chipotle. Right. You maybe go, you do a go little. See a movie. You do this or that. You, this gets tweaked up. That gets tweaked up. But I really want to hit my goal, so a big chunk of that money is going to go towards my goal, and that's the same thing here. Exactly. Except so, that this raise only lasts for six months. I mean, the percentages. Uh, I can't give you a locked-in percentage of what should be where, because mm-hmm. every individual budget is going to be different. Uh, personally speaking, let's go back to like Jonathan and Amanda in debt back in 2011, 2012 era. Mm-hmm. Just kind of knowing us and our style, if this would have come into us, let's say we got $800. We didn't have kids at the we time, have kids, so it, it wouldn't have come, happened. But in this magical let's world. Pretend. We probably would have taken maybe... $50 and we would have done something as a family and then 800 would have gone towards debt. Mm-hmm. Or let's say we were farther on in the journey. We were saving for a down payment. Well, we'd probably take $150 mm-hmm. and do something fun as a family or go on a date and then the rest of it would go towards the down payment. If we were even further down along the line, well, 
We are, <laughs> and we'll tell you what we're going to do with it. Yes, and before, right before that, I'll say, and you, what you could do even is, hey, this first time, this thing, this thing's coming this first month. We're going to use a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars of it, and then you can switch every time after that. It's just going towards the thing. Exactly. We have a big fun thing. We go see the, go to this concert. We we buy this thing, and then, all right, it's like it didn't it didn't come in, so we can just jump right forward towards our goal. Right. Every single month can change. Yeah, it's your budget. It's your money. You get to make the decision. So what yep. is the decision that we're talking about? The decision for us. So we are farther down the money milestones. We are uh, kind of in that financial phase three mm-hmm. where we are investing in our uh, retirement every single month. We are investing in our kids' education fund every single month. And we are occasionally throwing extra towards our mortgage. We have not, uh, for various reasons we don't need to get into on the podcast, we have not prioritized heavily going down the route of paying off the mortgage just yet. We'd rather put more into investing into retirement. But we also have several significant expenses coming towards our family in the next year or two Mm -hmm. that we just need to save for instead of invest or throw at the mortgage. Yes, one of them being... So for us. A van. Yes. We've got our van fund. And so this is our chance to jump forward towards that savings goal. Yep. So sometimes, some months, more money is going to go towards the van fund. Other months, we are also working on adoption number four. Mm -hmm. So some of the money is going to go towards uh, different fees that come with that. And then... Lastly, and this one's just purely a fun this one. This is fun. This is just a fun one, but it's a, a family priority. And when you're further down the milestones, you have more flexibility with your income. That's part of why you go down the journey of paying the price early on of saying no to things so you could say yes to bigger things you want to prioritize later on. So sometimes a good chunk of the money is going to go towards a Disney cruise and a trip to Disney World for mm-hmm. our family. So in December... Who knows? I mean, Disney's not even cruising right now, so we don't even know the status of this trip. But we're slated to go on a very merry time Christmas cruise with Jonathan's parents. Mm -hmm. And then right before that, um, for our middle daughter, her fifth birthday, we are going to be camping at Fort Wilderness on Disney's property and uh, going to the parks a couple of times. So that's a pricey trip. (laughs) <laughs> even though we're staying at a campground, just because we're kind of doing the one-two punch, the land mm-hmm. and the sea package, it's a little bit higher than our average vacation. Um, and so we've been saving for it, but this money, it's extra. It's here instead of coming to us in 2022. So, hey, we're just putting it towards the Disney trip. Yeah, so we have these you know, these two big expenses that we see coming. Three. that we're sa- Sorry, yes, three that we see coming that we're saving for. And this is our chance to put that money there because those are kind of those big financial goals for our family right now. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing for it. It's not like, unless I can get your approval right now here you on the podcast. You want to go buy a moped? Is that what you're going to say? I mean, if that's what you want me to do with the money. I do not. Oh, I guess I won't. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not going to do things like that because we see these goals and we see this money as our chance to just hit fast forward and meet them that much sooner. Exactly. So just to recap, this money's coming in. If you've not opted out, it's coming towards you. 
And one, you need to make sure it goes into your budget. If you haven't started a budget before or if you have not been in the habit of, let this be the time you begin. You can always get started. Uh, Secondly, make sure that you categorize it inside your budget. Give it a job and make sure that job matches with your current financial goal that you're really trying to motor towards. And then third, make sure a little bit of it just reflects your some values and priorities you have and is just purely for fun and enjoyment. Mm-hmm. So those those are kind of the three things that we have for you to make sure this money is uh, not wasted and underutilized and that it really moves the needle for you in the next six months. There you have it, friends. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode's from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.